you enjoy that out and about and uh, and among the people at a festival arena? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Um, it was very new to me though, so I was very. Nervous. I think you'd be perfectly shipped for Glastonbury, the mighty grandfather of all, <laughs> to wander around with the, the microphone uh, uh, and uh, with your BBC tones, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, and so that experience for you then mm-hmm. was would have been the first time that you would have been sort of a camera following you such yeah around and uh, to get used to that being around you and mm-hmm. having to move and look glamorous yeah. I would say uh, uh, all the time I plan and those outfits for you Stanzel. must have been like a ninja you 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 must have been like you know I'm going to practice on the ground I'm going to practice standing up I'm going to practice you know you were immaculate uh, I think you're the only person in the whole festival that had got that splash muck effect at least up to the knee now could you explain to the audience how that was done had you got a magic sort of person that came out of nowhere and just cloaked you in an invisible cloak and took you to the next destination in a yeah. wheelbarrow or anything I like floated. that there. I floated <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> no, um, Welcome to Small But Massive Podcast 3. Tonight we have Gemma Bradley, award-winning songwriter, BBC Radio TV online presenter, workshop facilitator and tutor. And I thought I couldn't get all that out of one breath, but I did. Fair play to you. Fair play to you, Patty. I think I'll actually take a wee break now, you know. And, that's uh, us done. That's us done. Gemma, you are welcome. Uh, I should say at this stage, uh, magnificent news for you just came in the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now the new presenter of uh BBC Radio 1, you Stevens show. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to say that and I will bring it up and there'll be stuff all out of the sky, like <laughs> confetti. The heavens will the open. The heavens will open up. Come down and heal Gemma, <laughs> the new Radio 1 BBC presenter. So, no, so look, thanks for coming anyway. And we've done a few now and mm-hmm. uh, I should say at this stage that you are the total professional. I am just... But the humble apprentice here. <laughs> so at any stage, take over and start asking me questions. I might flip it back around on you, Patty. <laughs> Did you know this? So, Gemma, what I will say, you're welcome. And so I'll take you back, uh, away back to uh, the early days from what I knew you. You know, you've been you've been around the GQ for a lot of years mm-hmm. uh, since you were really young. But just before you uh, came to the mighty Draperstown, mm-hmm. Balnus Green, uh, you lived in Stoke and Trent. Yes, I did. And uh, you and your mommy Patricia mm-hmm. uh, got on the boat or maybe the plane. I can't even remember. Maybe, it was probably the maybe boat. Maybe you jumped out of a, the plane with two parachutes and then and landed on the boat <laughs> and then took a last <laughs> journey in the boat. Uh, can you remember anything about the early days uh, living in Stoke and Trent or were you too young? Or I remember bits and bobs from like primary school. Um, I remember like playing Pokemon and horses and things like that with like friends um and i remember like the like, horse the horsey horse i yeah you know you'd uh, grab onto the back of someone's jumper and oh. they'd be the horse like oh. like that yeah yeah, yeah. a strong back needed for that <laughs> exactly. there's me thinking you're just going to talk some kind of exactly. yeah i went to pam's uh, horse retreat farm <laughs> mommy beat me and i jumped on the big horses no the horse was a person <laughs> old style old style yeah. games brilliant yeah. stuff and uh so you moved then uh, over to the mighty Draperstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, D Massive. D Massive. <laughs> and you were uh, around eight years of age that yeah, time? Yeah, about uh, eight. So, what was that like coming from Stoke on Trent? Which would have been a completely different world mm-hmm. to Lanton and what some would say is in the middle of the valley, in the middle of wherever. <laughs> but I know your mama is originally from, yeah. um, from the area. But what was that like for you uh, coming in and? I suppose at that age you would have met friends in England and mm-hmm. you would have known, you know, going to the school there and getting into all that as a young person and then whoosh, 
how to do that for Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that means movement, Nathan. So uh, so you moved then uh, to St. Mary's mm-hmm. Primary School. What was that like then? Yeah, I mean, um, I was excited, you know. Um, when we lived in England, we did come over and visit the family and stuff. So it was always an exciting time coming over and seeing everyone. And I remember um, before we did actually move over, for proper I had like a week in St Mary's and I kind of got to make a couple of friends and then I left for two weeks and then we came back and I already had friends because I'd made them that week um so and I think because I was at primary school um it's quite easy for kids to connect and stuff and make friends at that age so it was quite easy in the process and you know I started playing sport and things like that and obviously music too and I just loved it. I thought it was great. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the way you want to fit and just mm-hmm. slither in and you had friends. So you went two weeks, like a wee sort of introduction. Mm-hmm. And then you bonded with a couple of friends. Yeah. And I'm sure you're still friends with them people yeah, I to am. this day. I actually live with one of those people um, up in Belfast at the moment. It's so. a small world. It is. Would we like to give her a plug? Uh, of course, Sean Higgerty, PR, publicity, relations, marketing. She'll love that. Good relations, public <laughs> relations. You need anything designed, who do we contact? Shannon Higgerty. Shannon Higgerty for all your needs out there in the media world. All you people want new design, new beauty. Shannon can bring it to you. She can do everything. Everything. Amazing. And that's what friendship's about. And mm-hmm. I suppose, um, so then you were, uh, you came in. You love sport, uh, obviously, because I remember earlier on you were all into camogie and running and, mm-hmm. and all anything to do with sport. You were there and you, yeah. and you loved it. And you still would... Uh, I go keep, to the gym and things like that, yeah. Is the gym a completely different thing than sort of, I'm going to wee run where you imagine people going, oh, you know, <laughs> is it a different world? You know, know. It definitely is. I mean, uh, you have. I feel like you have your different types of gym people. You know, you have the big lifters that will be like making those tennis noises when uh, they're lifting uh, weights. And I you're said, like, whoa. <laughs> Exactly like that. And, 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 and do they make it well? Oh, they do, they do. Uh, and it's very distracting if you're uh, trying to like run on a treadmill or something. Um, but you're you have... some beats and all next to you. Oh, exactly. The you're like, I didn't know those backing vocals of this. Like... Uh, that's a brilliant sort of sort of drop on there yeah. in that new tune there. You know, maybe it's an idea for a song. It could be. You know? and, uh, but I suppose that's something you'd always love keeping mm-hmm. fit. And that's good for main body and spirit and all that there. Yeah. And, and keeps you keeps you right. And so at the early days, you came in then and you started learning guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, were, I think your first tutor would have been Shay Toho. Uh, yeah, right? my first tutor here would have been Shay because I originally had started um, with uh, Vincent um, in St. Mary's. Because, Vincent McCusker. Yeah, Vincent McCusker. Legend of a man. Yes. A fantastic guitarist oh, and a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And has and has fixed many, many guitars with yes. many guitars because he fixes and all that now. Yeah. He's a brilliant. And was a member of a band called Frupp mm-hmm. way back, uh, who released many albums back in the day. Yeah. Maybe that's something. Uh, I didn't actually know there that. There you go. But... We learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, look to the light and he'll give the answer. Uh, yeah. But that, so... Then you came in and Shay was your tutor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and what's remarkable about that now is actually just a couple of weeks ago, you and Shay got together, didn't you? And yes, started we working had a and, uh, little writing session, which was very good. Amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's a small, and it's, so Shay was, would have been your tutor then. And after that, you were sort of, I suppose, uh, I seen out there in the table, you know, mm-hmm. the magic tables where we've got pictures of yeah. the past and they're skinned up and all. You're mm-hmm. in one of them yeah. uh, workshops as a wee ninja. <laughs> aye? And, uh, and, uh, and as I say, I suppose that shows how long you've been around here in a sense that yeah. you're in that picture. But them early workshops, I suppose, uh, did you like 
the sort of style of them. It was through okay, I suppose, workshops. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because I'm aware that at that time you were doing workshops with us. And then after that, you were with Marty McGill and Marty's mm-hmm. Hothouse. And then yeah. you progressed on to, uh, oh yeah, the Scratch. Or, the no, Scratch My Progress. Scratch My yeah. Progress yeah. program run out of the oh yeah. So that's a really good thing. I think mm-hmm. that shows a network of organizations that are there for the artists from mm-hmm. early days, maybe growth to us, to the Marty's and the Nerve to the oh yeah, where it's looking after the music industry side and yeah. the next level of artists mm-hmm. where obviously you are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but them early workshops, what did you enjoy about them as a young person or was it sort of, um, when did you know that ignite, you know, that be sparked? It's went. Yeah, I'm going to do music and it's going to be so hard, but I'm going to do it and it's going to be cool. So when, you know, what was that like for you? I think, um, you know, the very first kind of workshop that I attended here, it was here actually in the corn store as well. Um, I must have been like eight or nine. I'd only be playing guitar for a wee bit. Um, and I was like showing a song I'd maybe writ or something and then we got together and had a bit of a jam session um, there was also Marty McGill was actually at that one as well he was helping out with some of recordings and we were on garage band making wee ringtones and I just mind and mind one it was like Marty was like be quiet and I was like oh I'm gonna make this and just turn it into like the chorus um, so I thought it was deadly Wally was here teaching the drums I felt really inspired by the whole thing I remember I was like mommy I need a drum kit. I have to get a drum kit. Um, I still have that drum kit. Bear in mind, I do not play the drums. <laughs> but I still have that drum kit. Um, uh, what was the reaction of mommy when you said, I'm going to get a drum kit? Uh, you can buy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that reaction has made you stronger as a 100%. person. Uh, and made you what you are today. Exactly. exactly. Um, so, and them early workshops, mm-hmm. I suppose then, when you were playing, and I'd give you that sort of... Uh, First collaboration, I suppose. You were yeah. seeing musicians, you were seeing people like Wally and Marty McGill and like uh these are people then back then Marty was in Little Hooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released two albums, uh, him and Rory O'Doherty. They yeah. were a fantastic uh band. And I mm-hmm. think that sort of uh, uh opportunity for yeah. young people to get involved in, in the early stages of what may or may not become uh their career path, but certainly they're in it for that moment of, you know, yeah. we're loving it, you know. And I suppose that kind of um takes us in, I suppose, if, if we go to the Rural Key now, that's mm-hmm. just been released recently. Yes. Uh, people will say, um, you know, he always brings up the Rural Key. <laughs> but what I'm going to say now and look straight down the camera is, if there's somebody out there who wants to sponsor the Rural Key for a continuous <laughs> amount of years, Gemma, then I won't st- <laughs> You're talk not about it. Say no. Even though the person in front of me <laughs> might have been in it at one time or whatever. So, uh, but I don't apologize for it because actually, what's good about it is you're proof of a mm. great success story and, uh, uh, and and of where you've got to and what your path has been like and what your journey's been like so far. You know, yeah. it's it, uh, credit to you. So, what's the, the rural key? Um, People maybe would know you out there as a presenter and a songwriter, uh, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't know that you've give your time also to young artists. Like you've sort of switched the bits around, and you're the one that the young ones are looking up to, going, "Oh my God!" You know, <laughs> uh, she's helped me write a song, Gemma. Is. Mm-hmm. So you work with Kushla, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you wrote a song along with them, and it's yeah. gone down really well in the real uh, new beginnings. Yeah, the new name beginnings. Of the song. Yeah. <laughs> How was it writing a song um, with, uh, I suppose, three pretty young mm-hmm. people like at the time, all under 10, I think, when the yeah. process started? Uh, I mean, it was a lovely experience for me. Um, I remember the first day 
we were in the room and I was like right girls what do you want to write about and they were like oh I don't know and I was like well what let's go like what do you like what have you been doing recently and it all kind of came back to school and obviously I think at the time it was kind of summertime so uh, they weren't in school but they were talking about going into a new year and I was like well what do you look forward to going into a new year? So we made a mind map because I love a good mind map. Yes. Do you <laughs> like a mind map? Aye? We love a mind map. Uh, it's just like, uh, uh, is that because you're in rooms at all the time and it's just the mind map kings there? Do you know so what? All the, it is. Yeah. Go over the right there. You have to. It's, you uh, know, stick the idea down on the page. Uh, uh, it might not make sense, but it also it's might. It's just, <laughs> it's putting the wee seed, watering it, and then it begins. Yeah? Exactly. So, so exactly. And how did that process go for the young people? Yeah, then? so it went well. Like I say, we kind of stuck to the topic of school and coming back to school, entering a new year. What do they look forward to? What's maybe scary or made, like, because, you know, kids, they do feel anxious. And, you yeah. know, it's good to, I guess, voice those as well. So, yeah. We did that too. That was brilliant. Um, you gave a great opportunity then for what they actually were thinking themselves. Yeah, and put it out there. because I wanted them to put their voices into the song and their emotions and feelings about going back to school at a mm. new year. So that's kind of how that evolved. And then we got talking about some chords. I would play a chord and I was like do you like this chord let me know what about this and this and they'd be like absolutely not Gemma absolutely not did they or do the like, diva on you did they <laughs> they went full diva full no diva. I'm only joking <laughs> that <hate> there look <laughs> small diva have to hate. watch them you know, you're looking like, where are they out there where's uh, all these wee divas and they're all looking down and you're like, you'll not be having it Gemma uh, and how did not, that go like, was nah, that a shock to you um, sort of, nah. you would like that because that's probably them trying to test you know get the best maybe yeah, out of them all yeah right. no exactly but no they're, they're the loveliest girls ever and you know it was good because i wanted to give them like as well their creative license to say no i don't like that e minor chord or let's maybe use this word instead because i wanted them to be really involved it's their song you know yeah and um, so i just thought it was really important to give them that opportunity and i guess it blossomed from there and were you yourself did it give you a sort of a, a like a wee you know at the other side being yeah. part of that writing that song with them uh uh, I think it sort of was you come a full circle wasn't yeah it's it? that 360 moment uh, you know when we had the song kind of finished I was like oh this is one cute uh, you know yeah, yeah. and I think people were emotional to the yeah, song uh, you yeah. know from the feedback going back and I suppose um, you could hear that in, in their voices and, yeah. you know and uh, but and then uh, not only themselves you were also uh, a mentor to young Dara McNichol mm -hmm. Dara got to the final of the voice yes. kids uh, and uh I know he's someone that wants to sing. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he wants to sing a lot. Uh -huh. And uh, he is, uh, I think, uh, through your mentor and gain good confidence, mm -hmm. I would say, you yeah. know, because uh, people need to uh, realize that uh, he just didn't pop in that stage. It's through mentoring like good people like yourself uh, mm. and credit to you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, because uh, it's really important because sometimes uh, things can look as mm -hmm. if people have been doing it for years and years. Yeah. Uh, but it takes... I remember even in the early stages when you were mentoring in the Rural Key, remember there was a wee showcase out the front yeah. and you got the young girls together that first gig. Like, yeah. and, I mean, they thought this is Wembley. <laughs> Do you well, know, to them it is it Wembley. Is, it is, yeah. but it's that first gig, isn't it, mm -hmm. So it's like that sort of, uh, wherever you're at in your first gig, you know, you're standing in it's the biggest thing ever mm -hmm. and you could see it in their faces and yeah. you could see that, the, that you know, the adrenaline was being pumped. But um, the fact is, they were able to do that showcase and then we were able to do the the showcase off the real key just yeah. before uh lockdown uh, mm -hmm. happened mm -hmm. and uh, before sort of everything became uh different for the entertainment industry and where we are and where we were then and where we are now and where are we going in the future mm -hmm. uh for yourself being a song songwriter now uh what what's it like 
in that world as such trying to write and trying to get stuff out and all that's going with it you know yeah well i mean um it's definitely very different to what we're all used to i think um at the start of lockdown obviously you're like oh daddy three weeks get to chill you know watch a couple of movies but then as it progressed you're like oh i need to you felt a lot of pressure to be doing something to be really writing honing in your craft because this is what you saw a lot of on social media and on bacon banana bread also uh, um, <laughs> um you like cooking don't you yeah. i do yeah uh, i do yeah. you know i haven't tried a banana bread now but uh, uh maybe in the future uh, i never know yeah well it's, it's one of the ones they say is popular the banana bread you yeah, know? Uh, yeah so what would you be well you know if you were going to cook something what would you think this is my favorite meal oh that's that's a tough one one that i will say that i started over lockdown was um been doing like a salty chili chicken fake away because obviously couldn't go anywhere to eat whatever but this is deadly patty you need to try it i'm telling you now it's a winner it's better than the actual chinese's salty chili chicken salty chili chicken that's the one Gemma. yeah if i had one in me bubbles you know <laughs> bing up yeah. there you know, salty chili chicken everyone should sign up now <laughs> exactly. phone the number i'd actually get the phone here now if i got a number double eight five two five two five salty chicken you better watch because maybe somebody will make it and get you to sponsor it oh uh, here you I, remember, though, it's not to be fair it's not my recipe can't be calling claims to it uh, but um fantastic yeah. recipe and what what would what would be one of them meals like uh you know we've all had them right mm-hmm. we've all went places you know uh that we've maybe had something put in front of us yeah. and uh that you think I'm going to be pushed fast here and mm-hmm. hard to eat this. You know, it could be one of those moments, you know, how far I'm away from the house, the <laughs> toilet, whatever is in my head. Yeah, you know, yeah. have you ever had any, any mixtures, you know, that, that you just think, oh, um, people say this is lovely. Yeah. And then you get to the moment where you go to try it and mm-hmm. then what happens yeah i mean you can't be fooled because obviously everyone has different taste buds but a time that stick out sticks out to me as um deviled eggs what do you call them again deviled eggs I deviled think. eggs They're either deviled or deviled i'm uh, not too sure the deviled eggs sounds uh like it nearly sounds like a real monstrous egg uh, it sounds know? very edgy doesn't it it's Devil's an edgy eggs. egg <laughs> whoop them thorns up there boy <laughs> devil's eggs all right so and what, what, how do you make these devil's yeah, eggs well basically to my understanding it is a boiled egg and you scoop the middle out the yolk and uh, then you mix it up with like some cheese and some mayonnaise now I didn't know that there was mayonnaise in that. I do not like mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. Um, just me and mayonnaise do not go well together. But basically, you fell out with jar, did you? Ah, uh, we we had a fight. Hey, uh, were, you, were you drinking alcohol at the time? No, and you wasn't started, even. Wasn't, wasn't even. Was it when you just at a very young age you said, "I have that thing with tomatoes." No, uh, no uh-huh. way. Yeah, it's just right? not happening. It's not happening. So, yeah, and, so, <laughs> so that happened. Tell I guess. the world how we make. Uh, so we make it. So we've got the. Yeah, so we boiled our egg. <laughs> we scooped out Skip the yolk. Show us how to do this. We popped. We popped the yolk Doosh, into the bowl. The bowl. Bit of cheese. Bit of mayo. And then you scoop that back out. Scoop it back out. Look at it. You look at the smell around it. I mean, can you do that one we put in the head? No, it won't. Uh, no, not, I wouldn't. Right, wouldn't recommend. You know the one. The, what, test. What, what, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the bacon one. Right. So, so uh, you've the bowl. got that. You've got it in the bowl. Take a wee scoop. Put it back in where the yolk was. So you're just replacing it, and um, and obviously your eggs cut in half as well. So then. One egg equals two. Yeah. Um, but So sharing is good. Sharing is good. Sharing is beautiful. Sharing is caring. Funny. Sharing is caring. Yeah. It's a heart-wrenching moment. Sharing is important. Yeah. Yeah, um, but if you do not like mayonnaise, do not eat deviled eggs <laughs> because <laughs> they will not agree with you. Would they say that come straight through or is it just... Ooh, ooh? Oh, no. Oh, no. We, we, it, didn't even, it didn't even make it down, to be honest. Uh, one bite, 
bathroom gone. So if you were in a room sometime and there was these fancy sandwiches and you didn't mm-hmm. know the devil's egg. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we just pray it never happens, right? Uh, fingers crossed anyway. F- fingers crossed. <laughs> so um, you're, when we'll go back uh, to your performing and, mm-hmm. and your younger days. So um, uh, the likes of your first early performances would have been, I suppose, in the youth stage at Glasgowberry. Mm-hmm. And then if you jump on forward to the likes of Stenthal, Body and Soul. Yeah. There's probably a whole load have you attended at this stage? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. Um, we did AP last last year. Last year, yeah, we did Electric Picnic, which is yeah. great. It was one of those things. Um, again, you know, you set yourself a goal to yeah. perform somewhere and then you get to do it. Um, the year before that, I got to perform at It Was Sole as well as Body and Soul with her. And then the year after that, I got to do it on my own merit. So um, uh, it was very, yeah. very exciting. And um I mean, that's one thing I love is festivals and playing up at the festivals while at Glasgowbury. That those were the kind of um, gigs that shaped me as a musician because I, that was it was just the buzz. Yeah. I will never forget the last Glasgowbury and um, playing on the stage. I was so buzzing. Um, it was just it was great. It was yeah. deadly, and you know you have your wee like freakouts before you go on stage, yeah. and then you get on. Have you and the it's wee fine. moments? You wee things you do. Have you got wee moments? Yeah. Um, I actually don't. I drink a lot of water. Uh, I, d- I don't know why. Sometimes when I'm very nervous, I drink a lot of water, and um, that seems to calm me down. Um, no whiskey in a running of that. No, no, no absolutely not. Um, uh, it wouldn't be a good performance. Would if you be a wine a drinker or a beer drinker or a, a spirit drinker? I um, or do you, you don't maybe drink that much. I yeah. I mean, when the when the time comes, uh, you know. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a bit of everything kind of drinker, yeah, yeah. you know. But have been getting into my red wine recently. So, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, well. You won a competition called Christy Hennessy, so there's no brandy involved, right? No. And, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I like that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of it. Uh, so your first EP, Wicker Man, mm-hmm. uh, was in here. Yes. Uh, and you were supported by uh, Men of Mountains, Men Dara Toho's yes. band. Uh, and uh, Dara, he moved over to, I think, Brighton to study. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, was it Lippa? Um, is that Liverpool? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That Paul McCartney school. Aye, Paul McCartney school, so yeah. So he yeah. attended uh, the Paul McCartney school. Let it be. <laughs> so we'll let it be at that. Yeah, we'll and, let uh, it be. <laughs> we'll let it be. Uh, and uh, so help <laughs> somebody. <laughs> so uh, so the EP was launched and it was mm-hmm. a brilliant night because I know uh, uh, Tierney filmed it all and, yeah. uh, and and there was a wee short and there was, uh, it was a great day running up to it, uh, it and uh, everything about it was brilliant. And for you then, getting to that stage uh, like because you you'd played many gigs you know and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure like uh, going back what would have been your first gig at school gig would have been would have been your first is it or um I think well I mean I I think my first gig but it's not I can't really call it a gig yeah. was like singing at communion you know Back <laughs> time. Mass. Back time. Yeah. you done the mass one I did that I, I cover the mass gigs you know <laughs> biggest community in the world like exactly. <laughs> nearly bigger than Facebook yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe yeah. not as big as Googler, but definitely <laughs> they're up there with Facebook. Uh, and, uh, so, and the EP came out, and yeah. I suppose that was your first uh, EP out, and then I suppose that led you into sort of tra- deciding yourself because you've done it all. You've done a lot of stuff self promotion, and your mommy yeah. helped you along the way, Patricia, yeah. as well, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a great thing, and I'm sure anybody out there listening that's a young songwriter should uh, take note on that that yeah. you did do a lot of work yourself, mm-hmm. and you still are doing a lot of work yeah. yourself. So, w- whenever that came out, obviously you had the 
the whole covering the PR and getting it out there and mm-hmm. and, and it, it got you a few more festivals did it did, yeah. like it got maybe stand all after that. yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah it did like I say that time was crazy you know obviously these songs that you've worked on and then you're putting out a full body of work um and it was such a big thing and at that showcase gig it was fantastic you know because you, you never know when you're, you're putting on a gig you're like don't know if people are going to come oh. what if they don't like it mm. you know um but it was such a fantastic night and again men of mountains were fantastic too yeah. um and yeah I, I loved it and like you say uh, and so many young people in the room oh yeah that, that's uh-huh. uh, i think that's important too and then i suppose that can't happen at the minute, but hopefully mm-hmm. that will uh, bring itself around again yeah. in, in, in some some format. But going back uh, to like uh, 2013, mm-hmm. um, uh, the City of Culture year, the, uh, you played, uh, you done a song with Patty Nash, it was Christy Hennessy, mm-hmm. songwriting competition, and like uh, you got the final end yeah. of it. And then a few years later, you... Uh, entered again and you actually won it yourself which is yeah uh that's a pretty good achievement because he was a well-respected songwriter mm-hmm. you know throughout uh ireland you know and i, I think it's a well it's one of them competitions that is really well respected for uh-huh. accent songwriting and uh so you got down you got the final and how's the balls there yeah was, oh you're just fantastic uh- now <laughs> were you fucking amazed uh- were you uh, you're um, amazing Gemma yeah. uh, no it was um, again it was a great experience it was um, it, it was kind of nice because obviously having done it with Patty um, all those years ago I, you kind of know what to expect in a yeah. sense um, or I had a feel for it then and at that time I was like so inspired so I was like can't wait to come down here and be so inspired again yeah. um, and we came down we performed and you know sometimes because it's a, it technically is a competition you do get a little bit more yeah. nervous yeah. you're like how was that performance how was it not and um, obviously it did go well which yeah. is fantastic um, and I was so blown away because um, I wasn't expecting that at all um, but yeah I just thought it was great because the standard of songs and songwriting that is in Ireland as well is fantastic yeah. um, you know everybody on that night was fantastic and I'm sure the judges had such a hard um, a hard decision to make yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah again I left feeling inspired um, it was a great night yeah there was another wee flame that maybe pushed you on was it too you know that yeah. next week and so the big uh, music yeah project, project yeah, yeah mm-hmm. uh, came up uh was that was around is that was that too it was an under 18 wasn't it Gemma? yeah i must have been like 17, 17. or something like that and, yeah uh, so this uh uk wide competition mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh how did that all lay out for you yeah i know you went to london we went to london london visa <laughs> you went to london <laughs> we did yeah. we did were you loving london um, eh? yeah uh, no, london's just it's fantastic yeah, yeah, it's yeah. such a big place um but i i remember um kind of going into it was the crescent's art center in belfast and they were kind of doing like the regional final and uh um i performed uh, uh, a young songwriter saw so emma horn was there she's releasing music now she's a pop artist she's fantastic she was there there's a couple other bands there i'll tell you something jc stewart was supposed to be there but he didn't show up so thanks for not turning up because <laughs> i got through that day <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would have you, you'd have been grand but it was it was really great um and then obviously we got to go to london and then perform at the indigo in the yeah. o2 which is madness um yeah. you know that was one of those really big gigs that you're like pro Whoa. gig pro yeah, gig, a pro, pro gig. Yeah, um, and uh, was there 
want clipboards about, you know. Yeah, like we had to. Everywhere. Yeah, we had to shoot promo. To the left, <laughs> to the left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the right, there, right. <laughs> Go to the right. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was it was a really cool experience, especially um, experience on something like that so young. Um, and I think I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't have had like performance experience at the likes of Glasgow and Stendhal and places like that. Yeah. Um. So and um, I just thought it was a great experience. Uh, we had to shoot promo and things like that, which is crazy um yeah. and uh, was that all new to you the whole that yeah whole, it yeah. was because you know there's one thing obviously having a conversation with someone but then when you have to shoot a thing on video and be yourself it's yeah. quite intimidating when there's a camera in front of your yeah. face and i yeah. wasn't as used to yeah. that at the time so i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, i feel that way every yeah. time i'm in this here scene <laughs> you love it you love it um, but yeah it was uh, i'm learning from the master <laughs> kill the master uh, yeah and, uh, but that whole experience, you know, mm-hmm. the, the lights, the camera, action, and yeah. not a wee buzzer, wasn't it? Just for you at that time. And yeah. uh, jump after that, you joined, uh, you signed up to BIM yeah, in I Dublin, did. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is, uh, which Shay Toho was there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at the time, I think you were thinking between uh, being a radiographer. Yeah. Isn't that right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Put on the big thing. <laughs> in here now. And, uh, so, uh, which is a fantastic career. Mm-hmm, and is, uh, yeah. so you uh, took the chance mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, went to BIM. And ex- I suppose, tell me about BIM. I'm aware of it, but maybe the people out there make me aware, you know, young people and the age you start at it mm-hmm. and, and what the opportunities maybe are within it to go to it, you know. Yeah, be, so I guess BIM uh, is a university or... Um, where it's it's all music, you know, it's like Camp Rock. Well, maybe not, actually, I'm not going to associate Camp Rock with that. But if, I, if there is any Disney fans, like, you know, it's like Camp Rock, but better. Um, uh, but basically, um, like you go, you go um, kind of out of secondary school and, you know, get the choice is to... Um, to kind of study songwriting um it could be performance vocals guitar drums um keys things like that and um what i find really good about them is the people you meet down there i was open to a whole another music community um i met like my first band down there um you know we did a couple of gigs we did some festivals together and i met some lifelong friends as well and um as well there's loads of information you obviously learn at bim because you're doing a course as well it's great that you're playing music but you're also learning to you know you learn about the industry side of things like music management and music business so that you know you're not going to get ripped off or something like because yeah, yeah. you can never be too careful, Paddy. You can never you be, never too, be careful. too careful. <laughs> Them dodgy boys with dodgy hats, yeah, yeah. and dodgy big coats. On. Have to have to watch the hats <laughs> and the scarves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and but for um, I know, uh, for, like uh, as you said, there there's different uh, elements they mm-hmm. teach, and that's that's a good thing because I suppose if there's progression for certain artists, which there is out yeah. of, uh, yourself, and there's been a lot of uh, uh, people break out of them, and it's not just. Uh, um, in Dublin, I think it's in Brighton as well. Yeah, so there's one in Brighton, Berlin, Manchester, London, and somewhere else. Yeah. Dublin. <laughs> inside this building. Yeah, inside this building. <laughs> everywhere. Um, but no, it is great because there are so many opportunities and experiences you can get from it. Like, you know, they have their um, live and lyrical gigs, which are kind of for songwriter 
uh, and bands, all original music. Then you have your um, your end of term gigs where you can do covers or you can do your own song, yeah. and it'll be held in the likes of the Button Factory. Uh, so you're on a big stage, cool and you're, yeah, yeah, real cool venue, yeah, and you yeah. get to perform to your peers, and yeah. um, everyone are everyone there are musicians. So yeah. it's it's a really cool place to be. I even got the opportunity to play um, at a thousand trees festival or two, sorry 2000 trees, trees yeah. a thousand trees I just missed a thousand there uh, no a thousand a thousand grew just before you came over because you <laughs> yeah. said I'm part of your wee writer I want two thousand trees no two thousand I want a thousand trees yeah a one thousand and one tree mm-hmm. how many trees did we want we want two thousand trees funny it's... funny story about two thousand trees festival yeah. the Woodburn and Savages were there as well that year Deadly. and um, I was having I was having a nightmare of a day uh, before oh, I went on stage oh, my string broke I, oh, for some reason oh, I couldn't oh, get it on um, oh, did so, you, you were you were upsetting yourself and it was all just building up, oh, was it? Oh well, I know it was just because of the string. The uh, strings wouldn't work, I and I was like, Paul, Paul, <laughs> ring a Paul. Are you here? Where are you at? Can you come change my string? <laughs> and they saved me like ten minutes before I went on oh, stage. Brilliant. That's fab. So brilliant. yeah. So Paul Connolly saved you at that moment yeah, in time. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> he done that picture. Oh, never fantastic. be beat Paul. Never be beat. Never be beat Paul. Because <laughs> and and so. The two thousand trees, but well, that mm-hmm. that that would have been your first festival then, uh, in the UK. Well, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. it was. How was yeah. that experience for you? Like, um, over the boat, did you? Over the boat? No, yeah, I went on yeah. a plane this oh, time. Oh, you were posh. You flew. In. Posh, I flew. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was great. Um, obviously, it's you know a lot of rock music and stuff at that festival, but I yeah. was on a a different stage, a more acoustic kind of stage, but yeah. it was so nice. Yeah. Um, the setting was lovely because you're in the woods and everyone, the audience was lovely. It's, yeah. It was it's, just great. It's one of them smaller festivals mm-hmm. that has the right amount of people to get the vibe going. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm aware of them from Association Independent Festivals mm-hmm. uh, and they're, it's a great festival. And l- like a lot of festivals like that, uh, you probably wouldn't have been aware of them really or how to go about mm-hmm. applying, you know. And then, I suppose in the early days yourself, applying to festivals, You'd have been putting the music in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure you know now, uh, as a radio presenter, that uh, there is a way probably of submitting music. Yeah. Uh, but I, there's still, all, it's, I think it's still good to, I mean, Junior spoke a couple of weeks ago about mm-hmm. getting on the radio Ulster first by just landing with the, the EP to Jerry, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of, I think you've you, you done that yourself and mm-hmm. you got on them. Uh, Body and Soul was a, a festival that, is, uh, that used to be part of Electric Picnic, mm-hmm. isn't that right? Yeah. And I'm sure, like, Coming from uh, after BIM, uh, so you came out, uh, you got your degree. <laughs> yeah, you got your degree. Yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. 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 And who, who presented? I know when Shay was there, they always get a, like a big rock star, don't they, to present it, don't they? Like uh, uh, Bob, was it Bob Geldof? I, Bob uh, Geldof did it when Shay was there. Shay was there, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we got a, a man from Universal. Uh, Ireland. I think he worked in the publishing or something like that. But um, yeah, I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names, aye, Paddy. <laughs> aye. But, but he wouldn't have the buzz of Bob Geldof. No, no, I no, mean, yeah, Bob aye, Geldof aye. is. Yeah, <laughs> I think Shay said it was just like a train. <laughs> Shake yeah. hands, uh, bow, and in out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we got our uh, degree, and mm-hmm. we came out of uh, uh, BAM and uh, back up to the north again, mm-hmm. and then uh, you. Got the opportunity to, uh, how did the opportunity for ATL, uh, uh, which uh, for people out there uh, across the line uh, first started with Mike Edgar mm-hmm. back in the day, uh, uh, the different presenters over the years, uh, uh, but the, the last presenters uh, for yourself would have been Rigsy and Stu, yeah, Stu Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because uh, I think I don't know if Donna Leg done it. For, she did. I think when Rigsy started, it was him and Donna. Yeah. Um. So they did it together. Yeah. As well. And uh, that that was. Uh, I mean, for the likes of. Uh, because I would have been in and out with a few of them and, mm-hmm. uh, over over the time. And uh, so how did that come about for you? Uh, was it a bolt out of the blue or did, did you see something? Uh, there was an opportunity or to, yeah. to get involved in it? or I mean, yeah. Because so, you would have grew up listening to it. Yeah, for, I would have. Because uh, it was always about new music. Mm-hmm. It was always about discovering new talent. It was always about... Uh, bringing uh i suppose the alt scene that was going on yeah and that yeah, right in mm-hmm. the world that we live in uh the live music scene mm-hmm. and uh and all of a sudden you're sitting there you're listening to it and you're thinking why don't they play my demo <laughs> <laughs> i feel like every musician has had that uh, one listening so, to the uh, radio <laughs> so i'm just saying what you were thinking that one yeah. time everybody has it now right like yeah, yeah. And, uh, so that's and uh, irrelevant to that there but you did get played on it mm-hmm. and uh, steve mccauley uh was uh-huh. a great uh attribute from uh uh, electric mainline mm-hmm. and uh, Stephen was brilliant too. So yeah. if uh, and even Mark Patterson in the early days, for your own music has mm-hmm. been played in Radio Foil. So how did the then you all of a sudden come from uh, BIM songwriting uh, workshop facilitator, all these things mm-hmm. to the yeah, BBC? Yeah, uh, to the BBC. Um, yeah, so um, I got an email uh, from the producer from the show just asking me if I would just come in for a chat just to talk about maybe like contributing to the show whether it be doing some write-ups or whether it be coming on air to talk about new music um because they did at the time they did um the tip sheet which is now called the world exclusive where we basically get either a musician or an we industry expert in to pick three tracks um from the uploader and talk about that and of course i was like yeah this is deadly i want to do that so, so this is where the up the holy uploader this is the one where yes, everybody this is the, the uploader. and so when you go on that uploader as mm-hmm. a presenter i know maybe you don't tell me the tricks of the trade uh-huh. uh, but is it sort of in order or do you just sort of somebody listens to a certain genre of music and go well put that on me show tonight and put that show on or put that on or um no i, I know you, you have a thing world exclusive yeah yeah, yeah. we have those those um yeah. those are picked by our contributors that, oh, that yeah. section the people that come in presenting to you talk yeah. about gigs and all yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. we have those picked them but on, on the uploader it's just uh the way i guess it's sorted out it's just whatever did you know they put in and it's newest to the such and such and we listen to each and every track um every week when we're coming up with the running order for the show um and uh that's kind of how it's done um but i guess like getting into that as well i did um i was doing some voice tests and stuff just to make sure i was able to come on air and actually um do the tip sheet at the time so I, I did that um and that went good and then I got offered the opportunity to do a co-present at Stand Hall with Rigsy yeah I was, I'd seen you uh, yeah with Cormac Neeson yeah. we were um interviewing as well it was like a live stream and that went really well as well it was fab and then um did you enjoy that out and about and uh and among the people at a festival arena yeah uh, yeah I did um it was very new to me though so I was very nervous. I think you'd be perfectly shipped for Glastonbury the mighty grandfather of all <laughs> To wander around with the, the microphone uh, uh, and uh, with your BBC terms, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, and so that experience for you then mm-hmm. was would have been the first time that you would have been sort of a camera following you, such yeah. around and uh, to get used to that being around you and mm-hmm. having to move 
and look glamorous, yeah. I would say, uh, uh, all the time. I planned and those outfits for Stan's You must have been like a ninja. You, you, you must have been like, you know, I'm going to practice on the ground. I'm going to practice standing up. I'm going to practice, you know. You were immaculate. Uh, I think you're the only person in the whole festival that had got that splash muck effect, at least up to the knee. Now, could you explain to the audience how that was done? Had you got a magic sort of person that came out of nowhere and just cloaked you in an invisible cloak and took you to the next destination in a yeah, wheelbarrow or anything I floated, like that there. I floated <laughs> the whole time. No, um, I think I just watched where I stepped and <laughs> just made sure I was very conscious um, yeah. of not getting dirt on my clothes. But again, you're at a festival, so... Yeah, um, I know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a passage of way. It's mm-hmm. either going to be really hard on the underfoot, but most of the time in the country like this, it's probably a wee bit mucky, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And even the biggest festivals can get hit by that course mm-hmm. and it's a common thing yeah don't get me wrong if I hadn't been on camera I would have been rolling around in the mud I know you would I know because I know you'll buy me one time saying I'm just so fed up being clean here I just want to roll around and join the rest of the people <laughs> look over there Paddy to that mud hill <laughs> 50 p roll oh. <laughs> so that's brilliant uh, so mm-hmm. um, Nashville yeah yeah so uh, when you hear the word Nashville you know you think um, um I suppose a lot of two things, uh, mm-hmm. the, the home of songwriters, yeah. uh, the home of uh, country and western mm-hmm. um, and uh, the, the old greats. Uh, uh, and uh, so you had an opportunity to go on a, uh, a songwriting retreat, isn't mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Uh, to collaborate um, uh, like uh, like you had done with Patty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, how's the experience of going to somewhere like that and then, you know, meeting people just random and you're going to sit down and you're yeah. going to... P- take a topic you're gonna uh, look around it inside it uh, in front of it behind it and then write about it mm-hmm. and uh, who are the people that you uh, sort of work with there and uh, are you still in contact with them and, and what came out of it did you release any of the songs or is it like a secret song it's gonna come out very soon yeah no I think um, for me like I'd done a couple of songwriting treats before but this was kind of on a larger scale because it was international rather than just in Ireland or just um, over in the UK and London or you know yeah. um, so it was different in that sense what, um, sorry was inter- when you say international so mm-hmm. was there people from different parts or just were they all American sort of based or was so, there you know, different parts of the world there's people that, from well yeah so it was it was more um, people from like uh, around England London yeah um, Scotland yeah all over the UK uh, and then all the nations USA. Wales and, and mm-hmm. uh, back in the US yeah yeah, yeah. so um, yeah. it was people from there and then everybody kind of flew over and then there was also US writers as well yeah so the way it was kind of set up for that week um, we all had like our group meeting to say hello and um, stuff like that was there was there a motivator brought in the room or anything you know, uh, we did have a motivational speaker me, one morning just give me a wee intro there they were early starts I'll say uh, we'll be sure. in there at 8am eating our wee croissant yeah, I'm John, know, let's do it and, come uh, on. and we did have a guy come in and did motivationally it. speak and I am not a morning person I was like so how did he how did he open up John give us a wee briefing I was just like good morning guys like you know very American very extra but um did he love everyone in oh, the room? he loved everyone he loved you all yeah no it was it was fab though uh, but um I think uh, it was a it was a good experience because we were in you know, each day we'd be in with different writers and there'd be three of us maybe. And the first half of the day from like nine to one, we would kind of get the basics of the song. And then yeah. the second half of the day, we'd go into the studio, and make a demo or a work tape of it. And then that all happened, I guess. And then towards the end, um, the very last night, um, we 
met up again as a group and listened back to them to see what we all had been working on throughout the week and there was some great songs um made there's actually um one of the songs i'm going to be performing later for you guys is one of the songs uh from the camp so tonight we have an exclusive can yeah. i use the word i'll, I'll just go <laughs> a valley exclusive because we're yeah. in the valley right uh-huh. so we'll say a small but massive exclusive tonight yeah we have Gemma bradley's song which called what's it called Gemma? um You'll never change. I had to think if I thought they were Gemma, can I just say to you, you are right. I will never change. <laughs> but uh, and uh, so that was a great experience. You also went on a Emerald songwriting uh, yeah. one. Was that in Cabin? Or that something? was in Cabin. That and, was fantastic. And was that uh, that was Irish songwriters uh, from mm-hmm. all over there and north and south? Obviously. Yeah, all over. Um, Rhino Shock to see put that together. Um, he kind of organised the whole thing. And there's some people I knew there, and there's some people I was meeting for the first time. It was such a good vibe. There was about ten of us, and we ran because everybody's the same. They want to be there. They want to write. Yeah. They want to. So, I think it's because it's that creative buzz, a room of you know? energy of creativity. Yeah. yeah, and same as like you know, you'd work on a song during the day you get a rough kind of um, demo of it and then each night we'd sit by the fire and play it for each other oh, yeah. and it was really it was just was a there, good vibe was there there were some tears because there, there were some there, there were some songs like there's a song that's been released Rhino Shock and Sea and Fiona Hart put out a song um, what, what is Loving Anymore I think it's called and it is a beautiful song I remember the first time I heard that song and everyone was like, oh my gosh. Like there were some tears because uh, it, it really it really gets you in the face. Well, that's, I suppose, an emotive lyric uh, yeah. that, that hits you. And that's what uh, Junior was saying in the last mm-hmm. podcast, which I had about a couple of songs that, that hit him and, and sort of brought that. But that experience of collaborating mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and writing with other writers, is that something uh, you like doing? Or uh, was it at any stage, you know, you felt it was kind of, I don't think it'd be awkward for you anyway because you've a good personality. Mm-hmm. You like to, you know, be around creative people. But uh, was it uh, a good thing or a, an indifferent thing? Is it something you look to? Like I know you obviously with Chad earlier on, you mm-hmm. were doing some work with Shays, yeah, and you've done uh, the work you, you collaboration you done uh, came out and was it down in uh, Dublin with the the DJs, Maliki. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Malachi. Uh, he's a, yeah. So Malachi's a rapper. That actually came out about through lockdown. Um, they were putting out, it's actually a vinyl that they've put out now. Um, and they were doing a project, kind of a collaborative EP with loads of different artists. And I was one of those. So um, there's uh, Matthew Harris, he produces. And then there's Hugh, which is Malachi. He um, kind of writes the lyrics. He's the rapper behind it. And then they sent me the track and were like, do you want to do something on this? Let me know. I heard the track and was like, love it jumping on it now so you know i think with collaboration it really depends how you gel with the people for example i'd never met them before the first yeah. time we met That's was in hard. studio eight down in rt doing a session for tracy clifford and we're like oh hi because we've been chatting online and stuff so that was all done sort of not just um, sending stems to each other yeah. sort of thing so i re-recorded the vocals in my room and then sending it across and then matthew kind of it sounded mighty it like it sounded thank you yeah, it did yeah. it sounded mighty mm-hmm. and, and so that album was it for like you say like is it for some charity or was it just a collaboration of uh, um, different artists just to put themselves out there or? yeah just to kind of put themselves out there yeah. originally they wanted to do like um a new song every two weeks put it out but like Nobody can keep up with that. That's uh, way too much. So uh, um, they kind of stretched it out. But um, it's a really fantastic project. They work with loads of different artists as well. Um, and 
yeah it was just a really good buzz but like I say that song really suited me I love the song and I was inspired the first time I heard it so I kind of knew what I was going to do and again it really it really depends who you're working with as well because I feel like a lot of the time when you're writing collaborative collaborative I can't say that word collaborative when you're collaborating when you collaborate collaborate when you're collaborating with people um, I think um, you know like I say you gel with some people more than others and sometimes that can affect it the just song clicks, yeah. you know um, but again you don't know until you're in the room with someone so but never say no <laughs> never say never and these are all great experiences mm-hmm. for you you know but like now where you're at like it's so busy like you know you're a presenter you're a songwriter uh you're a tutor uh mm-hmm. you're a facilitator and you're busy uh, uh even recently doing sort of short ads for stuff like mm-hmm. clothes and different things yeah uh, and uh how do you balance all that or juggle it or you know do you kind of think right i'm going to do this much here that much or mm. you just sort of you put everything in your diary every single thing <laughs> every in your doc. diary so you do not forget a thing <laughs> anything um that's kind of half the way you have to do it and just make sure that things don't overlap and there's times things have and i'm like i'm sorry we need to reschedule we uh, need to but you know i think it just comes down to time management and stuff like that and don't get me wrong it's not easy it, yeah. it is hard like i know myself when i first started presenting I found it hard to juggle kind of music and presenting because it was new to me and I obviously was putting so much into the presenting. My music then was taking more of a backseat. But um, I think now I've, as I've gotten more used to it, I'm able to kind of keep the momentum with both and I'm able to manage my time better as well. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. And so recently Van Morrison was 75 years old. Mm-hmm. 75. The big 75. The big 75. <laughs> and uh, press. uh uh, celebrated that mm-hmm. with uh, putting together uh, a lot of different artists yeah. um, uh, from Ireland and, and some like you were part of the the, the whole the whole the whole gang and they, there was Shanita Connor was on it Glenn mm-hmm. uh, um, Hansel just the list is just like on and on and on mm-hmm. and on and on and on of Irish uh, artists mm-hmm. uh, I know that Terry Hooley and Paul Kissy done a, a song together on it yeah. and uh, there was just so many great artists so many great people. Um, how did that come about for you? Because did just Hot Press just contact you and uh, yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. I got I got an email in from Hot Press and um, just asking me if I wanted to be a part of it. Um, there was going to be seventy five, well seventy four if I'm seventy five. Yeah. But I think they yeah. end up having more than seventy five. Could artists. I say you look younger than seventy five? Thanks, Patty. Uh, Thanks, so like, nice I'm to be <laughs> more the one pushing to seventy five. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I got an email from them asking me if I wanted to be a part of it, and of course I said yes because why not? Um, you know, it, it was great to be a part of something like that, and um, with the kind of song choices and things like that. Sometimes we cry. Isn't sometimes that? we cry. I mean, yeah. it's true. Sometimes we do cry. So, sometimes we do, and we yeah. just you know, and we all cry sometimes. We do, and, and crying's uh, good for the soul. So crying's good. <laughs> uh, it is good for the soul, yeah. and uh, I'd say there's more crying going on now than ever. Is crying ever to be? crying was just invented now. There is crying galore. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so no, but that was an amazing thing to be in among all uh, the different artists and the stature of the artists mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, showing you that over the years you, you've had a lot of great opportunities and yeah. you've grabbed them uh with uh you know uh without saying anything too uh out there uh mm-hmm. you've hugged them yeah I've hugged with them. grace yeah we're not allowed to hug now but if we were look there i'm sending you one there, there now there's, a hug right, back. there's a massive there brand there right, right. i'll go around the side of this here right oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a massive hug and uh so and here now where we are is the uh, like you've just released uh recently uh you, you 
from the first EP. You've had singles released now. Mm -hmm. You've had a single coming. I do. Yeah. I do. We're final final stages stage stages stages um of that. Hopefully, um fingers crossed, start next year. That is the plan. Brilliant. But and don't hold me to it in case it doesn't happen. It's okay. No, we won't. Uh, well, you're invited back in any time, you know, to, to talk about it. Yeah. But the for you at the minute, just the other day, uh, <clears throat> massive news came through yes. uh, that uh, you are the new presenter uh, for uh, Radio Radio One New Stevens show. Mm -hmm. uh, so you've come from a uh, Stoke on Trent to yeah. wee, small wee detail. <laughs> you've graced many stages. Uh, you've uh, and been on TV, the TV show that went lockdown. You know, yeah, you know, and your face is <laughs> out there, and you've modelled for clothes. Holy Jesus, <laughs> and anything else, you know what I mean? Uh, and uh, now uh, mm -hmm. uh, from ATL, uh, which. Uh, also, when you were at the helm off, it won an Emerald Gold Award, yeah. which congratulations for Thank that. You and very all, much. all your team. Uh, um, and I should say that uh, uh, Rory McConnell mm -hmm. is your producer, yeah. uh, a gentleman, and I've known him for a long time and, and was the Radio One introducing DJ he back was, in the day because yeah. they were up at, at Debray. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so you came into that, and all of a sudden, the award, and then um, did you have to go and do another voice pop for <laughs> these other dudes in England? Uh, yeah. Because can I just say that uh, um, Radio One, when I was growing up, uh, mm -hmm. was it, and still is, uh, it's a huge station mm -hmm. uh, for uh, someone from uh, a rural town to to get to it. Uh, credit to you, your, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, all the challenges you probably faced all over your time. You've uh, landed over there and. Uh, in this building and anybody involved in us yeah. and all the crew here, uh, we uh, are totally behind you and wish you all the best and, and that move. Because uh, Q Stevens show, um, mm -hmm. huge show uh, and for new music, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because music is your love. And uh, as I say, we'll, uh, you probably have more eggs to balance now than ever before. <laughs> but, uh, a and, lot of eggs and, in and, and, <laughs> it, So you, you won't be doing ATL anymore? No, I will be. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be continuing to do both of the shows. So um, you'll be doing ATL and... And um, the BBC Introducing <clears throat> show on Sunday nights for Radio 1. Credit to you. Yeah. And so that'll, uh, as I say, be... Uh, the double. You'll be the doing, double. The, double. Do you'll the, be doing double. the double. Doing the double. You'll be doing the double. You'll be doing the double. Her Majesty's tax service out there. <laughs> She's doing the double. Uh, no, but, and that's brilliant because, mm -hmm. as I say, um, could you ever imagine, uh, um, you know, maybe a lot of people can't, I suppose, in any mm -hmm. journey until somebody puts you in the spot and asks you about where you were and did you think you would get there and how did you get there and, and uh, what you had to go through because I'm sure there was lots of, of, of things you had to worry through. But mm -hmm. listening to your story there from the beginning to now, uh, you've took on the challenge as well. You've uh, treated them all with respect. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, for me, knowing you, your manners, you've got all that. And uh, <laughs> as I say, go to the London geezers. Take them over, mate. Oh, London geezer. Oh, I jam Yeah, they're coming out of the night. So be, oh, I jam. Oh, I. Yeah, I heard you last night. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Yeah, they're loving it. Oh. And uh, so how does that feel for you now to, to be there and... Uh, because I think it's a, a credit to you, you know what I mean, uh, mm. that you've got that far. And uh, as I say, how does it feel? Yeah, I mean, it feels amazing. It feels very surreal. I'm still um, like, you know, I'm still accepting that it's happening. And obviously the word went out um, the other day. Um, the press release went out and it was like one of those moments where like, it's happening, it's happening, you know, um, yeah. it's actually out. It's everywhere, Gemma. And, I, I mean, you're saying press release. I, like, mm -hmm. I know, you, you know, sometimes you see uh, like the local newspapers picking yeah. up, but it's like uh, 
all the newspapers are picking up, and mm-hmm. I'm sure even in the Sunday papers, and I'm sure in London and the BBC, you'll have a network of things yeah. flying out, and I'm sure you'll have to go over and do a launch party, will you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, what if they're, what if they're picking serving them sandwiches at your door? I'll be staying away from any uh, deviled eggs. Uh, no, thank you, <laughs> Charles. Would you like a deviled egg there, please? I'll have two deviled eggs there, please, for Gemma. Uh, uh, but look, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Uh, Thanks I so mean, much uh, for I probably me. forgot stuff we were supposed to talk about. Uh, and uh, it's a really proud day uh, to have and, and, and as I say um, when you're booked to come on this year uh, mm-hmm. and we knew nothing about the big news that probably you ha- knew or maybe neither did I there you go <laughs> and, uh, there you are and, yeah. uh, so all the best to you in the future uh, as you. I say we're going to uh, well I always do wee weird things at the end right <laughs> and uh, I was to have a bag here but I don't even know where it is uh, there was a bag wasn't there so, <laughs> so this was supposed to be for you, Jam. All right, <laughs> but at the moment it's with me. It's with and, you, Patty. Uh, <laughs> I can't say to you at this stage, uh, the people out there, I don't drink, so <laughs> <laughs> so it's safe with me. Uh, so uh, what what we're going to do? Every time we finish the podcast, Jam. Yeah. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, um, we had a. A wee clap like that there. Okay. Mick Jagger clap, right? And then the last one after that with a, a golf clap. You oh, can try, try it there. That's very relaxing, isn't it? It is That's very, very relaxing. relaxing. Just mm-hmm. around the middle. So now with you, I think we'll have a new clap. Okay. And because you like the groove, okay. we'll do a clap on the right. Oh, okay. And I'll do a clap on the left. Right? So you can you tame it, right? Okay. We could do a samba beat, you know. Oh, like a, yeah. But we could. Let's do it, Polly. Let's right, do it. Let's do it. I can't remember. <laughs> Stella, can you remember the samba beat? Oh, oh, it goes. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'd like to thank everybody tonight. Gemma, thank you very much for thank coming. You. It's been a great pleasure having you. And I know you're going to have a busy <laughs> a few months ahead of and life, <laughs> yeah. but I wish you well on all your travels and journeys. Thank you to Nathan and Killing, Jarlath and uh, Tierney and Stella. And one person we mentioned here who's been a great influence in you and one of the best people in the world, part of our committee, is your mommy, Patricia Bradley. We will give her a massive clap <laughs> there. And uh, as I say, um, it's great to have a mommy that believes in you. Yeah. And she has believed in you from word go and she has stuck by you and credit to her and credit to you. And <laughs> we're going to sh- shoot over to our side. You're going to do a few returns. Mm-hmm. And uh, from me to you, everyone out there, thank you very much. Woo!